was saying this mug to be. Anyway, praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> praise the Lord. What's it? What's it? What's on the top rack, man? What's that in the pan? I I can't tell you everything. Can't tell you everything. Oh, that's a lot. That is a lot of steak, man. Right. And it's delicious. It was delicious. That's a kidney stone. Right there. Never had one. Crockfish. Lord have mercy. Don't be speaking that over, speaking that over my life. I, I'm not trying to. I'm just, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. So how y'all doing? Good, man. This is my last. This, these are the last few hours that I am home alone. So, my AirPods. Can can you? Does it double record? What? Do you hear double volume with the mic and the, my AirPods? I don't. Okay. Double volume. So I, I mean, you know, echo, echo. Do you hear echo? I don't hear any echo. What about okay. you, Carol? Uh, I don't hear, I don't know what double, I don't know what double volume is, but I don't hear no echo. Yeah. Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily, and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. I can hear you now. All right, let's start over. How y'all doing, man? Blessed. That's good, man. Doing good. How, how was your holiday, Cal? I'm, I'm alive. I'm here. You alive? Did you did you burn up any money? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you pop any fireworks? Oh no. <laughs> that's what you meant by burn money. That's that's what that, I mean. That's what you're doing. That's for the birds. I mean, that's literally what you're doing. You are lighting a, a match. What did y'all do for the holidays, man? I spent it. Asora invited me with her family to go to Smithville Lake, and I had never been to Smithville Lake. They uh, rented a pontoon. We had some barbecue on the boat. It was really nice. All right. Really nice. So that that might you that you might start a tradition going there. I don't know that. Okay. It was but, was it food? Know. Did somebody cook out barbecue? Oh no, we did Jack. They did Jack Stack and Gates. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I've been pretty low key the, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Mine was quiet. I mean. When you're home by yourself and everybody else is gone, you just sit around and you wait for a phone call and somebody say, hey, what you doing? And you act like you're doing something so you don't sound, you don't look desperate. And they ask you to come over and you be like, oh, okay, I, I might swing through. I might can make it. Yeah, I can make it. <laughs> I can and make before, it. And before anybody asks for this doggone podcast, you watch it. Why y'all didn't get together? I don't want these two clowns in my house. I don't know them like that. You know, and you know what's funny? Of all the like weekends, that. of all the weekends, 
we could have kicked it with Uncle Cal. And if y'all this would have been a perfect weekend. We would have. And then if y'all follow him on Instagram, oh my God. Uncle Calvin underscore Undertaker. Let me tell you, when you see the picture of the food he was grilling, you're gonna come for him for not inviting us. Right. Right. The Holy Spirit should have laid it on their heart, but the fact that he didn't, that was a sign. That was a sign. See? See? The foolishness. Yes. The foolishness. Yes. The foolishness. Call it what you want. The words, what you just said is an excellent segue into what we're talking about the power of words. Words are the word. So let, let, let me let me kick it off with this with this verse, and then you guys can can take over. So in Proverbs, this is what it says in Proverbs eighteen twenty one: the tongue has the power of life and death. In other words, your tongue has the power to speak life or death over people, or into people, or into a situation, and so. Calvin just said, if we had listened to the Holy Spirit, mm. that we would have been there. <laughs> Led us to Alabama. Right. And so yeah. I, I, I wish Calvin would have just spoken a word. I mean, we got these things that we, we text each other all the time, y'all. Right. We do. He could have mm-hmm. said, hey, what y'all doing this weekend? Especially since we didn't meet up in North Carolina like we were supposed to. And I heard it wasn't that far of a drive for me to drive to Alabama from Kansas City. That's a good little drive, though. Oh, okay. I who, okay. I don't know who told you that, but Kansas City is not a hopping or skipping away. I'm it's cool, eight I'm hours. Cool. It's eight hours from here to Tennessee. And you looking at another four hours, four to five hours from that. That's still, I mean, that's still doable. That ain't no day trip. Uh, you live by yourself, sir. You, you no got day. an extra room. Right. That don't mean I want y'all staying in it. Y'all look, day trip. Come here, get you a place and go home. When y'all get you see a place and go home. When y'all see his Instagram, there's no way that we would eat anything he has cooked and then turn around and go home. There's no way we could. Right. There's, there's no, no way we could. Hold on. I said get a plate and go home. I ain't say come here and eat and then go home. I I'm trying come to see. Can I? Can this I? Is some I mean, just, I mean, there you go. There you go. Look at that. I bet you we won't be Instagram friends after this podcast. I can tell you that. <laughs> Y'all going to try to get on my Instagram after this podcast. <laughs> Your followership is about to blow up. Y'all, when you think about it, Calvin don't have no kids. And when you see all that meat. You want Right. His employees, his employees don't know where he stay. So we well, already know. That's what he said. So, who all the food was for, Cal? The power of words. That's what we talking about today, right? 
we don't need to hold up these folks' time that much more than what we already did. Okay, all right, all right. All right. The, the power of words. All right, so let me kick off the first question. All right, because I, I believe that that statement is true. Words carry power and they can either inspire you, they can motivate you, they can make you laugh, or they can literally be a death nail to you. Mm-hmm. And so let's start on a let's start with a negative so then we can work our way positively, so we can end positively. Um, what has been what, what is something that either you have heard someone say about you that has really hurt that has wounded you that has been like an obstacle for you to get over because you know nowadays you have people that talk about how they've been traumatized by other people's words um we're coming out of this season of being body shamed and so people are being body positive um you have, you have a lot of things going i mean people say things and now with social media those things can be magnified and echoed and so what is something that has been said to you that has or at some point did wound you or, or was an obstacle for you to get over and get past? I'm going to start it off. I think a lot of times when people do that, allow, allow that to happen, I think they allow what I've seen, they allow people to, first of all, they put too much value on people that shouldn't have that value. Right. Because I, if you think about it, I can go and walk in Walmart. I'm a big dude. All right, I'm 6'3", I'm 320 pounds. So, I mean, I'm kind of like a giant. So I've been big all of my life. So I can walk into Walmart and I've had kids kind of make fun. Like, dude, you big. <laughs> and it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm like, okay, whatever, those are kids. But then I can walk somewhere else and someone who... I put value on can say those same words and all of a sudden it's hurt. And so I think a lot of times when people are body shaming and all of this stuff, my question would, would be to them, why are you putting so much value, especially on the internet to people who don't even matter. I mean, we're sitting here talking now. If I don't want to talk to y'all, I can hit that lead no, button and never see y'all again. At any time. I mean, time. I don't, and I'm, I'm talking about y'all too. Mm-hmm. About, if, if this podcast ain't going the way I think it should be going, y'all finna be finishing this up by yourself. It's simple, but I mean, I guess for me, because I'm 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 that person, I shut you off. Me, I don't care if it's the click of a button, if it's me hanging up the phone, if it's me turning around and walking away. Your words that someone else speaks only weighs as much as the, the weight that I put on it. Right. Because, I mean, we can sit here and joke. And, I mean, I can sit here and be like, you know, yada, yada, yada. And you know that I'm joking. And you're going to be like, whatever. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. But then I can turn around and be serious. And all of a sudden, you know, now you now it's hurting your feelings. So those words that other people speak only carries as much weight as you put on it. That's my belief on it. Right. Right. Calvin, what about if those people are your parents? Because the first person that actually has the right and privilege and opportunity to speak into your life are the very people that bring you into the world. And I know we live in in a broken world. And so therefore, sometimes 
um, our parents can say things that literally wound us. And, 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 and this is from a young age. I mean, as adults, that stuff can happen. And you, as an adult, you can shut those people off and out. But when you're a little kid, all, everything you said doesn't mean anything to a little kid because this is the person that feeds me and cares for me. And so, you know, I, I grew up during an age where, you know, it, it was a hard knock life. And so if you were chubby, every you knew it. You know, everybody told you that, you know, uncle, aunt, you know, they, oh, come on over here, little teddy bear, or right. oh, look, little chubby boy, you know. And then right. so you, you that, this is what you hear. So when you go to school, and let's just call it what it, what it is, you know, kids are honest. And, and they will say whatever's on their mind. And so you, you go to school hoping to make connections and friends. And then these people repeat some of the things that you heard at home. And these are from people you, they're supposed to love you. Right, right. I'm gonna be honest with you. With, uh, it, it, that does not, in my way, does not fall on the kid. It falls on the parents. You need to check yourself. From my point of view, the parents need to check themselves. Because I, I completely understand where you're coming from. You know, I can't tell mom and dad, hey, shut up. You know, I can't come to them that way that I could me going to school and I'm hanging with my buddies, then yeah, I can come back at you. You know, if all three of us were in grade school, yeah, I could come back at you, Pastor. I can come back at you, Eric. But when it's mom and dad, that's a whole different story. So I understand that question. Yeah, but for me, it's like, okay, parents, you need to kind of check yourself on that one. Because you, your you are the biggest source that your kids are sucking up from, just, just to be blunt and honest. And so if I have to accept it from mom and dad, you know, now you're wondering why, why you let this boy pick on you at school. Well, you do it at the house all the time. Right. right. You know, ain't nobody stopping you from doing it. I can't run it to your grandma every time you saying something. And that's what they're actually more is taught than taught. I've always kind of believed that. I mean, I can tell you something, but a kid is going to catch more from what you're doing than saying, oh, do as I say, not as I do type method. So right. by that, you know, parents kind of have to check themselves. I mean, I'm not saying that anybody's perfect. You're going to get it right all the time. But hey, you got you to kind of check yourself on that, you know. And I, I've always tried to just positively reinforce and you know I've never really targeted my kids weight or size but you know hey sweet tooth you need to lay off some of them sweets your teeth gonna rot out and I and it's 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 not really speaking negative I'm like you need to stop eating sweets literally your teeth will ride out is basically what I'm trying to get through to him that, you know, there are more things that you can eat. Don't be, you know, this kid will take a whole bag of gummy bears and it'd be that jumbo size gummy bears and they be gone by the end of the day. I mean, like, Cal, I, like Cal with them uh, Sour Patch Kids. Right, right. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. That's, that's number one, I'm grown. Number two, you do need to tell that boy to lay off them sweets because I'm telling you now, I ain't coming nicely. I'm going to be calling that boy yak mouth and everything. 
looking like um who was that um that that pimp off of the show Martin? They only had that one good tooth. I swear, yak mouth. I'm telling, I'm coming at me. Then you yeah. one. I just, you know, I try and and there's nothing negative I would ever say to my kids because I know words are, are damaging. And I just try and positively reinforce because if I'm not going to do it for myself, I can't expect them to want to do it either. So if I'm changing, you know, if, if, if I'm seeing things that I need to change, I'm changing it for the whole household so that it won't be a household problem versus just an individual problem. Because I see if if we all need to eat better, because we all need to, you know, cut some inches, I'm I'm definitely gonna live up to that too. It's like That's part of checking it. yourself. Well, hold on, but why checking I, yourself? But why I gotta suffer just because yak mouth eating the whole thing of um gummy bath for you no, said but you said more is but you said than taught. Right. It's, it's, and so I'm talk. teaching them, if I'm not willing to walk that same walk, then I can't expect my kids to want to walk that walk. And you so, right. so, you know, when, when I'm living a healthier, more fit life, my kids are living a healthier, more listen, fit life. On the flip side of that, don't take everything away. Just because Yank Mouth don't want to take care of himself, you need some stuff for the young boy over there too, yeah, man. I don't actually I, I, I tell him he needs to cut that out but I also say if you're going to do that brush your teeth in the morning brush your teeth before you go to bed and don't have anything else to eat after you brush your teeth before you go to bed and and those are the things that I'm willing to say if you're going to continue to sit there and eat gummy bears and the whole bag and stuff in front of my face make sure you do that you can't okay. get up and go through your day and not brush your teeth. So, Erica, you you being a female, and I, I remember a few months back. I hope she's a female. What? I hope she's a female. <laughs> it's just the way he said it, like you being a female. I'm like, I hope she's a female. Erica, yeah, Erica, stick with me, stick with me. So, a few months back on TikTok, you posted these pictures of you from a baby all the way up through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did you do that for? Why did you do that for, Jesus. You had some rough years. <laughs> you pretty now, but you had some rough years, girl. The Lord <laughs> no. brought you out. You pretty now. Hold on, Pastor. Eric, you attracted now. But girl, through your lifetime, you have been through some storms. You done been through the storm and the rain, girl. You God done brought you out. I'm, I'm just testifying for you. I, I'm not saying that. with you. Erica, here's a question. What type of things negatively did you have to deal with in school that was said to you? I want to hear that. Um, girl, some of them pictures, Jesus. Okay, I'm, I'm, focus, I'm, Erica, I'm, focus, focus, Eric. Stay with me, stay with me. <laughs> so, as a kid, I think I, I faced a lot of different challenges because I was one, I was light skinned. 
Okay. Um, I had long hair. It wasn't necessarily that, you know, thick, coarse, you know, nappy Kids, hair. Don't hair. Yeah, and you, yeah. you can keep on laughing, Calvin, because <laughs> I'm getting real close. Um, I don't know. And, and I think I, I can't really, I can't really recall, you know, I had my issues with, you know, other girls growing up, jealousy kind of thing, but I really didn't have a lot of issues because I was a fighter. And so, uh, <laughs> you was that girl. I was, I was, I was, I was that girl. No, nobody really, you know, said anything to me because, yeah. See, mm -hmm. You, you and my wife, y'all would have hung together for one reason. Well, okay, maybe two, maybe two. Because both of y'all are, are, are light-skinned, okay? Uh -huh. My wife, if, 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 if I remember this right, she's a little taller than you. But if a fight break out, you don't want her anywhere near it. Right, right. So she right. would want you to be right with her. So right. when they come for y'all, you gonna go ahead and punch him in the mouth. Right, right, right. They they was, you know, I and and I I had it I had it kind of rough like that, you know. Um third, I wanna say third, third grade, somebody said something wrong to my to my brother, I wanna say. I was in the third grade, he was in the fourth, and me and that girl got into it in one school, then we changed schools. Um, we went to a school that was in the neighborhood, and I literally, for all the fourth and fifth grade, fought the same girl every single day. Every single day. This girl hated on me. And every single day, she would just, you know, she'd get a beat down. She'd get a beat down. And there was one last day that we, we got into it, and she ripped the necklace off of my neck that my grandmother had given me and, and all of a sudden I guess I turned all shades of heated red and somebody yelled y'all better go get Erica's brother because Erica gonna kill this girl. Going hard. Let me get red now. You're about to get shades of red now. You know you do have the power to mute him. I just want to let you know because his words are offending me and I would like to remove mute me. Situation. But no, it was, you know, it was it was all good. She uh came to school like I want to say the next day and brought a knife and was telling everybody she was going to cut me and so the police came and took her off and I never saw her and then we changed schools. In 4th grade? That yeah, that that was the that was that happened. I was in fifth grade. We changed schools. Oh, wait a minute, going into wait the sixth minute. grade. Wait a minute, what kind of elementary school you were going to? Little bubble thugs and harmony. <laughs> huh? It was what a it was a city please. school. It was it was literally in our neighborhood. We walked to school. What neighborhood you grew up in? I mean, we were worried about multiplication and snack time. Little bone thug, little Tupac and Biggie over here talking about stabbing each other to feel great. Now, now, forget it. I didn't have a knife. I wasn't trying to cut anybody. It, it was, it was, she was tired of getting beat up by me. Uh, frankly, I was tired of beating her up. I just, 
<laughs> the end. I mean, I I went through. It it was probably like third grade. I was I was getting kind of sort of bullied by some girls. They were pulling on my hair and and spitting on me. And that was at a Catholic school. And it was just yeah that that school didn't last long. But I just you know. Okay. This I was is- always considered a pretty big girl, but I think in my mind, big girl, but nobody ever called me any of those names. Okay. I, this was, this is, everybody that's listening, this is not scripted. Uh, <laughs> so w- this is, this was not what we we're going to talk about, but I'm just curious after listening to Erica's story. Erica, how many schools did you go to? We went to schools quite a bit. The way she told me, she went to every school in America. Yeah, the way she no, you. no. You went to every school no. in America. Would, would no you wonder our father was starting to grow. Yeah, everybody in America know you. It it wasn't probably until I started eighth grade that I we ne- we stopped changing schools. I went from eighth grade to Raytown South, clear until I graduated. You went to Raytown. Yeah, Raytown South. Oh, okay. Not Raytown. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Right down south, not right down. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, but we had we went changed schools quite often for a bit there. Wow. So Erica, you you brought this up, and I think I know Calvin has something for this. Um, oh, to make sure I answer the question, I I don't think I was, I don't think I was really bullied. There was one incident in uh, fifth or sixth grade, fifth grade, where a kid got mad at me because the girl that he liked had said that I was her boyfriend and we ended up getting in a fight. Pastor um, Ray, you were pimping back in high school, man? I was what? You were pimping back in high school? Don't bro? acknowledge it. Don't <laughs> acknowledge it. <laughs> Just don't. No. No, From no, no. no. To pool pit. Boy, you all right. Boy, no. you know what <laughs> From pimping to the pool pit, boy. You know, we went on. We went on a field trip, and she passed me a note. You know the the, the traditional note. Uh, do you like me? And so you check yes, and you pass it back. And he intercepted the note and got really mad. So we got off the bus that day. When we got back from the field trip, and they took us to our drop off spot. He got off the bus and he punched me in the nose. And if you know, I already have a big nose. So he couldn't miss it, and so now, so so now my my nose is bleeding. Messed up my nice clean shirt, and I, the girl name I don't. She probably had never hear this, so I said that her name was Shamala. I'll never forget. I thought she was the, I thought she was the best thing going, and so I went home, <laughs> nose bloody, and my so, mom. Watch this would be the one podcast. What's her name? Shamala. Shamala. That she watch. So Shamala, you watching this? I ain't seen her since What he's saying is, you the one that got away. So that would sound like to me. So I went home. <laughs> was upset. She I don't think that's what he meant. She was upset because I had blood on my shirt. So she was like, "So what did you do?" And I said, "I was trying to stop my nose from bleeding." She's like, "You ain't hit them back." And so I grew up when if they hit you, you hit them back. And so she said, tomorrow, 
you're gonna go back and handle your business. So we got we so we get to school, it's recess. We play a kickball. And I was his, the, the guy name was Kelly. And so we we play a kickball. I kick the ball, I run to the base that he's at, clocked him, and then ran home. Home plate, that is. And so then I got called to the principal's office for fighting. And so, yeah, that was the one time. But other than that, I got I got picked on when I was in middle school because I was chubby and I had a fat butt. And so they, 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 you know, the guys would grab my butt and say, Ooh, you're going to be like a little girl. It was, it was crazy. It made me so mad. But that is, he counts. So I guess I expected to be called that, but I don't ever even yeah. remember ever being called that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. A lot you of the, the fly pad, big booty Brenda over here. Wait a minute. Pastor. I tried. Wait I tried to change the subject. Big booty Brenda over here. I tried. Okay, it's I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. You really not. So, so Erica brought this up, and I'm going to I'm going to ask this question. What would you <laughs> What would you say? Because most of our adults are listeners. I mean, most of the most of our listeners are adults. Are adults, yeah. And so, what would you say to someone that has spent their life living in the shrapnel of being bullied? And so now they've carried that into their adulthood. How, how do you change that mindset? I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier. The, what the words that someone else speaks only has the amount of weight that you allow to be put on it. Right. I mean, it just right. is what it is. I mean, that may be harder, that may be easier said than done. You know, and I'm not no psychologist or psychiatrist by any means necessary. So I don't have some hard, concrete, you know, advice to give them to actually take that away. But the best thing I can give them is, like I stated, the words that someone else speaks only has the amount of weight that you allow to be put on it. You know, I mean, just like just like what just happened. I mean, I laughed. I called Pastor Ray Big Booty Brenda. But yet we kept it moving because it didn't mean that much to you. you know, I just laughed my butt off and all of that. I mean, that, and that was actually a great segue to this question. You know, I, yeah, I just spent two or three minutes laughing. I called you a name, but yet it went in one end out the other. Now, you could have put more weight onto that, and this whole podcast could have changed it into a different direction because of your reaction to it. Right, because you put way too much weight that was on it than needed that you needed to. So it's really it boils down to you, to that individual. I can let this bother me, you know, while the other person is moving on with their life, or I can just let this go. And I think we we get into that, we teach our kids and we get into that mindset of you know, look for an apology, you know, hey, go and apologize to that boy and all of this stuff. So when we get into adults, we look, okay, well, Calvin, you ain't apologized to me back in, what, July 
fifth when you called me that and I'm still hanging on to it. And now here it is. I'm looking at you like, bro, you still on that? Like, really? Like, it. that's what I think they tell people. Like, even if people don't apologize, forgive them and let it go and move on. You have to. You have to. Because it because, really boils down right. to get it. Like, bro, let it go. Because those, if you don't move on past it, the only person who's being held captive by those words is you. That other person, like Calvin says, has gone ahead and moved on. You don't, you don't want to own, even if it happened to you as a child, understand that you've become an adult and that adult is a totally different person than you were when you were a child. You could have, you could have like a milestone of accomplishments. And if you haven't really moved past all of that, that can hinder you from even greater things, uh, hinder you from, from being your best life. You don't want to hold yourself to any negative words. Um, I think when people use the words, you'll never amount to anything. Is is watch what you say. That's very (laughs) watch what you say. It is is very damaging to a kid that you're trying to grow into something more. And and I think that I've used because I raise young black men and having to have them be in a society which already has a stereotype of of black men yeah don't be what they think you are be better than what they're telling you you're gonna be because you can be so much more than that i mean Y'all, y'all two are prime examples. I mean, look at Fifty Shades of Grey down there, and Big Booty Brenda. I mean, y'all did, y'all did overcame, man. I'm proud of y'all. I really am. I'm proud of y'all. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, it's it's funny, Calvin, because you, you're absolutely correct. <clears throat> um, when you had said when you called me Big Booty Brenda, what's funny is that I've heard I've heard that before, and, and so. Um, if I had allowed those words to take root in my heart, um, you repeating that would have traumatized me. It would have taken me back to a a place when I was younger, felt extremely insecure about my body. Um, I was a kid, I, I had asthma as a kid. I still have it as an adult, but as a kid, I hated the summer. I was sharing this with somebody just the other day. I hated the summer because I spent most of my summers in children's hospital because of my allergies. Um, you could cut grass and fresh cut grass would cause me to start wheezing. My eyes would swell mm-hmm. up and I just couldn't be out. And so I had limited exposure to being outside because I was allergic to everything. Well, being in a hospital, the way that they would treat asthma is or or to try to get your lungs to open up is with steroids so imagine a little albuterol (laughs) yes and so um, albuterol and prednisone i'm getting both Mm -hmm. of them and so imagine what those things does to a very young body you start growing in places that you shouldn't be growing 
And you don't walk around looking like Nicki Minaj in the behind. You just, Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and so, day one, what? The fact, and, and you know, to be honest, I I really don't know when it was that what they said about me stopped having an impact. And I just became confident in who I knew I was versus who they said I was. And so it, it went from being ashamed to dress out in gym because there was a day when you had to dress out for gym. Right. And I would wait for everyone else to leave the locker room and then change because I got picked on. But it was by, by the time I made it to high school, I was a different cat. I mean, I didn't let any of that stuff have an effect on me. And this leads to something that I want to ask y'all. <clears throat> so what is something that's been said to y'all that has literally been one of the things that you've held on to? Um, this is this time, you know, the power of words. And so when you, when you, when someone says something to you that literally inspires you or ignites something in you, and it don't have to just be one thing. You, you can talk about many things. What has been said to you that literally have become um, monikers that you have lived and based your life on even today? All right, I'll go first again. I mean, this is going to be a minute, but I'll go first again. Albert Einstein said it best. Uh, everybody is a genius. Um, but if you, how do you say, if you judge a fish by the ability to climb a tree, you will, you, you will, you will never reach its full potential. And then I, I think about that, it's like, okay, wait a minute. If you can't learn, that was something that a professor told me. You can learn from anybody. What tends to happen is the way that society has gotten into it is we tend to only listen to people who maybe have the same political views as us, religious views as us, look at us from the same skin color. But just because someone may be different as far as political views, religious views, or whatever, you can learn from anybody. And don't think that you can't learn from anybody. And so for for that, when I heard that, and then later on in life, I heard the whole Albert Einstein say that I just butchered. But hearing that, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Stop judging people with those statistics. Just because I may not agree with someone's lifestyle, you know, just because their lifestyle don't line up with my religious views, or just because I don't agree with their political life, or just because they're not the same skin color as I am, or just because they're a female, or they're sexual or you don't line up with mine. It's, you can learn from anybody. Once you put all of those labels aside, you can literally learn from anybody. And when I actually started doing that and putting that into practice, my life completely changed and literally went in an upward spiral that I never could imagine. I mean, it's been times that I've been in Walmart and thinking about something. And I can be talking to you like this little kid. And we're not talking about, you know, the fear of home or business stuff for that matter. But he may say something that may trigger me and think like, okay, wait a minute. I need to go and do it this way. You can literally learn from anybody. And I think once we actually 
stop living within the bubble of our own labels, this world would be a whole lot better place. That's good. I like that. What about you, E? I don't necessarily have, you know, a, a whole, you know, list of things that people have said to me that have just inspired me. It's it's just a lot because I, I, I have a lot of people that believe in, that have over the years believed in me more than I believed in myself. Mm. And so to actually come out of all of my negative self-talk, those words are damaging. And I know I've talked about this before. And, and, and just since we're talking about words and, you know, you're, you're looking for, you know, things that people have said to me and I've never really had anybody call me, you know, fat girl or, or, or big girl or anything like that. Those have all been words that I've called myself mm. and having to just, you know, overcome that negative self-talk to become the person that I needed to be was, was devastating enough to realize how many negative words I had about myself, how negatively, how the negative thoughts, the negative things that I said when I described myself, all of that really came, you know, really came out. And, and people would see something in me that I didn't see all because of words, because I lived by all of the negativity that was in my life and those negative words and that, you know, I'm just going to say it. My ex-husband told me I was never going to have love in my life. I was never going to find anybody that loved me. And so if I, had, if I had held on to those words and held on to, to even believing that he said that to me, I wouldn't be in the relationship that I'm in now and happy. So, you know, it, it's, it's not just words that people say to you. It's words that you tell yourself that you have to be cautious of, be cautious of what you think the thoughts become words and when you think negative thoughts, those thoughts become reality when you put that stuff out there. So just be cautious. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it said that <clears throat> thoughts become words and words become actions. Actions become habits. And I, I can't remember what comes after the habits or, or habits become... Um, become narratives mm -hmm. and so that's I mean for me <clears throat> for many a years I, I was estranged from my father but one of the best things that he said to me and I, it was when I was a little boy probably five or six years old he told me he said you can do 
you can do and become anything that you want to be. And don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. And so, although he didn't have a lot of other words that were good for me, because I was called everything but my given name by him for most of my life, but I held on to that encouragement and that's how I approached everything. And, and Calvin, you're right about um, my mentor even told me, you know, you should be able to learn from any and everybody. Right. And so I think God has made sure that that has stayed tender in me by placing me always in spaces where I was the minority. And so I don't find it odd now that I am pastoring now my second primarily white church that is turning to to a multi-ethnic church and that they're actually embracing that because of what you said. It's better when we have diversity of thought, expression, culture, and everything. I mean, I never would have thought on candy yams that you could put marshmallows and um, candy pecans and that would be good. But my, 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 I'm telling you, man, my, my, my wife. Listen, I, I, I like that. But don't have your church putting raisins on potato salad. No, man. sir. No, sir. No, no, sir. Hey. All put no raisins on potato salad. Listen, listen, I know some of your church oh members this. And oh I love God. y'all. Okay? Calvin love y'all. I know they're they going to be listening. Raisins. Pastor, don't put no raisins on raisins. potato salad. I ain't yes. seen raisins in potato salad yet. They're not them folks. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm trying to work on the rhythm part because, you know, they, they think that there's like, when we, were doing, when we were doing choir before the pandemic, they were like, we, we can't clap and sing. You're just asking too much. <laughs> Seriously, that's what they were saying. And I said, That's, that's a lot of coordination. <laughs> and, and I said, listen, I, I've seen it before. At my last church, you can clap and sing. You just have to learn how to do it. We, we are made, everybody is made with some rhythm. Your heart beats to a rhythm. Mm, yeah. It's a learned behavior. So don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. We're still talking about the power yes. of words. Power so, of words. Um, let's... Think about what what we want to say specifically to our listeners to encourage them. Uh, Calvin has been popping off jokes at every turn this particular podcast, and so um, let's 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 prepare to wrap it up. But also let's do so speaking directly to our listeners um, with words that will. Encourage, equip, empower, whatever, inspire. I want to last. But I'll I start. Yeah, you can start. start. I want to go last. Okay, I'll start. Um, I believe in the power of I am. If you, if 
if you want to face your every day, um, take a marker or something. You can write it on a board, a whiteboard. Women can take lipstick and write it on their mirror, the first mirror that they see every day and start with I am. And this is how you're going to face, you know, any kind of negativity that you that surrounds you. You're going to start with I am beautiful, handsome, I am knowledgeable, I am wise, I am rich, I am wealthy, I, I am all that, all that, <laughs> all that, all that you inspire to be, all that you know that you are, write that somewhere where you see it daily, every day that you wake up, the first thing that you see is everything that you are and constantly say that and feed that into yourself until you actually believe everything that you say. And I know a lot of people that are dealing with, you know, being alone for the holidays. One thing that um, they need to know is there's a difference between being lonely and alone. And um, start telling yourself that you are loved. You are loved and you loved your, and you love yourself. Once you start telling yourself that you are loved and you love yourself and you start radiating that love with inside of you, you attract love to you. So, so be what you want to attract in your life. If you want to attract positively, positivity and, 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 a rich and fulfilled, healthy life, be that. Constantly feed that into your daily routine. And, and that's what you're going to be. Mm. The Bible is littered with moments where words literally change a scene. Um, God will speak and his words will empower, encourage, equip people to do what they never thought they could do. And in line with what Erica said, um, talking about start off phrases with I am, I'm going to leave you with something that the great I am um, says about each of us. And in Psalms 139, and I, I tell this when I'm speaking to people about um, positivity, as well as knowing what your worth is. In Psalms 139, verses 13 through, I think, uh, 20, um, God says, he talks about that <clears throat> I, the thoughts that I have about you outnumber the granules of sand on, in all the earth. He says that you are uh, uh, beautiful and wonderfully, wonderfully made. Marvelous is his works, meaning his creation of you, and that your soul knows this well. It is important for all of us, whether we've been bullied, 
whether um, we've gotten a lot of negative self-talk from our parents, uh, whether that negative self-talk has become the conversation you tell yourself daily, you owe it to yourself to find out, rehearse, and even remember what it is the Lord, your creator. Your parents did not create you. They participated in an act that brought you into creation, but they did not create you. It was him who shaped you in your mother's womb. It's him that's called you into life. And so I think above what everyone else has ever said to you or about you, as Calvin said when we opened, you place the value on what their words mean. And why not place the highest value on what your creator says about you above what everyone else thinks? Because that's literally what I did as I came out of all the negative self-talk and what I heard other people say about me. And so that chubby kid began to walk with his head up. He, he held on to what God's word said about him, what his biological father said about him. And let me tell you, I was a boss in high school and into college. I was elected four years consecutively as the class president and then as the president of all of student council. Out of seven clubs in our high school, and this was, this was the chubby Ray, this was big booty Brenda Ray, I kept getting reelected because I actually believed that I had the ability to change people's lives. And that's what I did. And that's what I'm still doing because I believe that what God created, it was not junk. It was something to give him glory and point people to him. So Calvin, bring it home, brother. Listen, we, we've talked about a lot of words that um, other people may say, but we have not talked about a lot of what the words that you say. I'm going to take you back to Genesis. All right, let's go back to Genesis 1. We, we all know that God created this earth by using words. The very first words that were spoken was not to communicate, but to create. But the thing about it we don't talk about a lot is you have to know how to speak over yourself. And you're going to know that those words are good and positive, just like God did when he created the earth. If you notice when he created the heavens and the earth, he created with words, but he knew that it was good. Nobody had to tell him that it was good. He didn't have to say that it was good. If you read the scriptures, it says that when he created something, he knew it. He saw it. He said it. He saw it. And he knew that it was good. And so you have to speak words over yourself and speak the life that you want, not the life that you have. Remember that. I've said it. Miss Fifty Shades of Grey down there have said it. Big Booty Brenda, Mr. Nicki Minaj himself said it. Now you got Uncle Calvin saying it, all right? Know that each of us, every one of us love you. Listen, we got another one in the hole. If you ain't following us on Facebook, go ahead and follow us. You can follow each and every one of us on TikTok. Know that each and every one of us love y'all. You will see y'all next week. Y'all have a great weekend, all right? Y'all be blessed. Cut it off.